the deeper sense of bringing in the same sense of discomfort uh, to yourself or are you have you moved away from one easy categorization to another easy categorization for yourself where you have a certain limited point of view about yourself and your belief or have you thought it through have you cross questioned has there been any process of introspection on that front not really i think about 5 years ago i have been kind of believing that instead of believing in one entity or one god or goddess i i think that there is just one god and you pray you can pray wherever you want to pray and i don't think i have really changed that point of view because that also allows me to respect other people's point of view and take into account what they're saying instead of just staunchly believing in one thing and this being dismissive of other points of view so i think that's helped me and i don't think i have really cross questioned my stance okay um anand uh, my question to both of you in a way i'll come to rajita again on this uh i am i am seeing a pattern of uh, religion being seen as very polarized in the way that you guys are speaking so when you are a hindu then you are everybody else is a non hindu for example or if i am a sikh everybody else is a non sikh for that matter uh, by the way we are also technically classified as hindu and a lot of sikhs don't seem to like it <laughs> so i have no clue about how it matters what you are being called or classified but uh, is it is it not an important factor for uh, you all to to seek an identity for yourself uh, which has more depth than what is happening uh, on the surface or am i am i uh, creating an unnecessary topic which is not even important anand uh think this ties up to what i mentioned earlier i i would say if you want a coherent identity uh and something strong that you can uh, back upon that should be i think your national one that should be an all inclusive uh an accepting identity the your religion and national identity should not be uh the same thing so and they yeah essentially okay rajita so i yeah sorry no i just feel yeah. like it plays into divisive politics if i am to put my religion before the state that's provided that's providing for me yeah uh, i would you want to take that forward i think uh, we have problems with neighboring countries and that has sustained us well without the religious aspect also how does that differ from being having a bias vis-a-vis religion or state rajita do you agree that it might be similar to an extent i don't want to get very political over here but yeah and the way that we think at individual levels we also have to acknowledge that the majority does not think like us and the 
polarized way that we're talking about that does play into politics and other stuff, which is why we have had riots this year and the situation has become worse. So, yeah, the bias continues and some might feed into the bias and just play on the minds of people and amplify that same fear and take it to the level of sparring hatred against countries as well. Okay, so I have an interesting question here uh, from the perspective that Rajita brought in the beginning. Uh, your individual sense of belief uh, has held you in good stead so far and uh, you say that it helps you not be judgmental of other people on basis of their religion or or any other small time bias if I were to call it that. Uh, my question to you and to Anand later, uh, how much of an influence does an individual have on a, on a scenario that you just mentioned where the majority is, uh, is skewed in the direction of organized religion as of right now? I can only try my best to talk to people who I am I am on talking terms with and like Anand said, somebody who thinks like you, that is very important. So you know that person in the first place who is willing to listen to you, if necessary, they are willing to change their stance. So it, it's all, all about doing things on an individual level, influencing those around you. I can't really take a mic and go to a public place and start preaching about something because that's, I don't believe that will work. And that might just inside. I'm, I'm, I'm also quite, as a person, I'm quite afraid of rejection. So if I were to put out a controversial post on, say, Facebook and stuff, I, I know that maybe a hundred people will come and just attack me on the basis of my views. So I don't think I would be very willing to put step in, you know, go forward in that direction where I try to change the mindsets of people. I don't think I would be willing to take that step. Uh, uh, sorry, Anand, before coming to you, I want to probe this a little further. Is the fear of rejection based only on the religious aspect or generally is that your, uh, is a part of your personality? No, in the religion aspect, because it's political and if you're stating your views in a public forum, it's because of that. As an individuality, I can put forth my views, but I don't see myself convincing other people. And I wouldn't be scared of opposing views, but when it comes to religion, yes, I would say I'm scared because it takes on other, other forms of debates and stuff that I don't think I would be ready to deal with. Okay, so I want to combine this question with Anand, uh, the question I was going to ask you about how individual agency can help us uh, contribute to what is happening throughout the world. Uh, is it possible? And the other question I want to add to it is suppose we would let organized religion be as is. What could be possibly done to ease the discomfort that it is creating uh, between opposing organized religions? Okay. So for the first question, it is extremely difficult, obviously, as an individual, you only have limited agency, but I won't say 
it's impossible because groups of like-minded individuals acting together in an organized manner have achieved great things in history and have achieved great things to save uh countries from falling into organized uh, religiosity so but what i'd say as an individual what i could do is mm, I, i i mean you have to understand firstly as an individual you have to understand that most people who buy into communalist politics or who vote on the basis of religion this ties up to my previous point are actually doing sort of fill a vacuum most of the poor impoverished masses of india would vote for uh, communalist and uh, you know regionalist parties not because uh, these parties have great promise of alleviating the economy or something like that but because it's just easier to fall back upon saying that i am a hindu or i am a muslim rather than saying i am a member of this class with these economic interests that need to be addressed so individually you can't do much but you have to do your part in society to address this economic insecurity because to attack someone's religion to tell someone that you know you should stop following organized religion that's not going to settle well with anyone so you have to try a more latent means of extricating them from this vacuum that they are experiencing and uh, as for your second question what one can do to ameliorate organized religion is basically unorganize it because with organization comes a lot of vested interests bureaucratization centralization and as i mean then it becomes the monopoly of a few exercising power over many others and this is true for all religions as far as i can see so the the less the smaller the organization is the less concentrated in the hands of a few it is the more people will genuinely be able to benefit from it okay um uh, 